Welcome back to Not A Podcast by MyAesthetic.com. Today, I decided to record while I walk because why not? Why not give myself a break from just sitting at a desk? So I hope you don't hear me heavy breathing too much, but uh, let's get into it. Okay, so it is spring and I'm feeling it. Happy May, friends. There's just something about springtime that feels like rebirth. Maybe it's the flowers blooming. I don't know. Maybe it's the smell of the rain in the air, the season's colors. I really love like all the pastels and blues and purples and pinks and yellows and all that good stuff. Um, Whatever it is, though, I'm just really feeling it, which is probably why I'm out here walking and Maybe you can hear the birds chirping and the slight wind blowing in the back and the town just waking up around me. It just feels like rebirth. So I'm coming to you live from about a month off of blogging, actually. I really try to practice what I preach about, you know, being still and making time for mindfulness. And I was just feeling like overwhelmed by all the pressure I was putting on myself. So I decided to take a step back and make time for this mindfulness and thoughtfulness um, and just break from blogging for a second. I don't know if this break like got me back to 100% because you can't really put a pause on life. You can put a pause on the things you control, which is what I I did. But um, I do feel a bit more rested and rejuvenated and ready to take life on in that way um, and just really dive into the things that I'm passionate about, like this blog. And you all, so in this time where I took a break for thoughtfulness, I had time to think about how I want to deal with things that cause me to experience stress and anxiety in my daily life. And obviously I want to share those things with you, but I'm honestly kind of sharing them so that we can be accountability partners. I always think that when I tell people about my goals, I'm more fueled to achieve them because now I'm not the only one that has some skin in the game, if you know what I mean. So here are my seven ways that I'm going to spring clean my mind this May and really try to focus on clearing out all the things that distort the way that I think about life and myself and progress and all that good stuff. So Here we go. The first thing that I'm going to be doing to spring clean my mind is cleaning my space. So, you know, if you ask my mom, she would have you believe that my whole life I've been this terribly junky person, but I really have not. Um, And one of the things that I like to do to clean out my mind and give myself space to think is actually clean out my space to give myself literal space to think. And I feel like cleaning is a great entry point to doing the good thought work because it doesn't require too much thought, just like a level of manual labor. I'm actually going to be doing a blog post on spring cleaning my closet soon, so stay tuned for tips on how to do that. Wow, I'm actually trying to cross the street right now, and it is so busy for such an early morning. Okay, so back to what I was saying. For me, stress cleaning usually looks like putting away clothes that have been sitting on my bed or in baskets for weeks, cleaning my dresser of the little things that I always temporarily set on it, 
dusting, Windexing, cleaning a mirror is like oddly satisfying. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. And vacuuming usually or sweeping. The next thing I want to do is reduce my social media intake. So I'm sure you can relate. This pandemic has made my Instagram, TikTok, Twitter consumption just out of hand, like off the wall. Seriously, while writing this blog post, I think I just closed out the blog post and opened up Instagram for no reason. I had no purpose. So in order to reduce my social media consumption, I'm going to commit to not logging on or checking it for the first and last hours of my day. And another thing that I'm going to do to kind of thwart the drive to only be on my phone to use social media is that I've synced my writing app between my iPad and my iPhone. That was weird. I don't know why I said iPhone. I'm so sorry. But I've synced my social media app so that whenever I open my phone, I can actually just start writing instead of automatically going to Instagram. So I'm pretty excited about that because lab car. I'm pretty excited about that because I've recently like learned how much I like to just be writing on my phone, which is weird, but it's oddly enjoyable and satisfying. And then lastly, I'm going to start setting app limits on my phone. They're super annoying. Honestly, I hate them. I hate when they popped out. I'm like, why would I lock myself out of my own phone? But they're really effective. The third thing that I'm committing to doing to spring clean my mind is reading Think Again by Adam Grant. It was a recommendation from a coworker, and I just find it fascinating that it's a whole book about making sure that you open your mind to not only growing an intelligence, but also challenging your thoughts and your notions preconceived or learned because things are ever-changing and evolving around us. I super highly encourage adding this book to your summer reading list. I'm not really normally a nonfiction fan, even though I aspire to be, but like, oh, there's nothing like a good rom-com fiction book, if you know what I mean. But I am going to read this book in bits and pieces, so I don't want to force myself to feel like I have to like get through it cover to cover. I'm just taking it chapter by chapter. That is my justification for only being on chapter two. But um, I wanted to give you one of my favorite quotes so far from the book. Adam Grant writes, no matter how much brain power you have, if you lack the motivation to change your mind, you'll miss many occasions to think again. Ooh-wee. Basically, he said, no matter how smart you are, if you don't learn to change and evolve with the times, you're going to be left in the dust. Mm. Somebody needed to hear that today. <laughs> okay, the fourth thing that I'm going to do to spring clean my mind is changing my diet. So in these quote unquote unprecedented times, I have been giving myself grace when it comes to diet and changes in my body. And I stick to that. Like, I truly believe that that was the right thing to do. It still is the right thing to do, even outside of a pandemic. But my body is starting to talk to me, and she doesn't love everything I've been feeding her lately. So since I'm not much of a diet person, 
I can't really stick to them. They don't really spark joy in my life. I'm not going to start keto. I'm not going to try veganism again. I'm not going to do anything that alterly changes my lifestyle. But what I am going to do is this thing that I did in 2017 where I was pescatarian for a year. Um, I felt really healthy then because I was actually adding more vegetarian meals to my weekly cycle because you don't want to eat fish every day since it's so high in mercury and probably other scientific things. Um, so as of April 19th, I've committed to being a pescatarian for a year, but I will be honest with you. I accidentally ate raisin canes like two days after I made that commitment. So we've got our work cut out for us here. <laughs> the fifth thing that I want to do to clean out my mind is develop a stress relief plan. So actually I've done it already. Um, what I've realized is that every time I have one of these like stress breaks or like, you know, breakdowns for lack of better words, I, when I come out on the other side of it, I always realize that I let my thoughts run away with themselves. I often reflect on why I spent so much time thinking about how I got to this stress and like, you know, the things that I can't change and looking back as opposed to looking forward and trying to figure out what I can change. And so I've developed this stress relief plan to help me to focus on doing that. So it's six steps. Write them down. Here we go. I'm going to close my eyes and take a deep breath. Just allow myself to sit in what I'm stressing about outside of all the other things that I'm probably stressing about and just isolate it. I'm going to write down what I'm stressed about and why I'm stressed about it. I'm going to question if that why is rooted in factual evidence. If it's rooted in fact, I'm going to write down actionable next steps to take to rid myself of the stress, right? Can I wake up early and do X, Y, and Z? Can I delegate A, B, and C, you know? And if it's not rooted in fact, then I need to let it go and stop worrying. Then I'm going to name four things that I'm thankful for right now. And lastly, I'm going to pray or meditate, depending on what I'm feeling in that, in that moment. So I encourage you, try this stress relief plan out. See if it helps you. Let me know if there are steps I should add. But I'm hoping that it allows me to just really breathe into the moment and see it for what it is. And be thankful because... Every day is a, a gift, you know, every day of life is a gift and I really want to be able to live it and not be stressed about it. The sixth thing I'm going to do, and maybe the hardest part, the hardest step, I'm going to challenge self-doubt. <sighs> the other day, I was chatting with my mom about why God allows me to be anxious and doubt myself, when it would be so much easier to just believe that I'm the baddie that I say I am, the boss that I say I am all the time and we talked about it and you know it's hard to really know for sure why God allows us to go through it but my dad and also a sermon that I listened to from Sarah Jakes Roberts said that God allows us to go through these tunnels in life so that we have tunnel vision so that we're focused on him and so that we can grow in that and I don't think this is a thought that, like, I'm the only Christian that's ever thought it. Like, I know this isn't a profound thing, thing, but it's something that I really think about on a daily basis. And so I found that to be oddly interesting and satisfying and comforting. 
when it comes to combating self-doubt, that saying easier said than done is like super relevant to me because I find it so easy to tell people, hey, you're worth it. You're special. You should be proud of yourself. But when I say it to myself, I have notably less conviction and I have to battle intrusive self-doubt to believe what I preach. But I have this saying that I like to tell people. I tell people at work, I tell my dreamer friends, I tell my family, and I forget to tell myself, and that stops today. That saying is, who better than me? Who better than you for that opportunity, for that experience, for that promotion? Who better than me to do that thing? And if I can think of somebody better than me, then I know where I'm, what I'm aspiring to. But more times than not, there's no one better than you. And that's your answer. That's my answer. The last thing I want to do is make time for thoughtfulness, which is what I did to start this and get to this blog post. I just think that thought is our most underutilized resource as a human race. If we took more time to be quiet and still, to let our minds wander and process, to be alone with our thoughts, I venture to guess we'd be calmer and a more humane society as a whole. So I'm clearing out space for that in my work schedule, in my life schedule. I just want times to to think. And that's honestly what these walks are for me. My morning walks are my times of thoughtfulness. And so I encourage you to find that pocket in your life. So are you going to spring clean your mind with me? Thank you for listening to this episode of Not A Podcast by MyAesthetic.com. I hope it spoke to something that you've been thinking about today. And don't forget to subscribe at the bottom of my blog or subscribe to this on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you can get updates every Monday. Remember, loving yourself out loud is my aesthetic. Yours truly.